0: Hello everyone.
1: (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hello,
0: everyone. Let me try again. Hello, everyone. I'm Teresa.
1: And I'm (laughs) Sarah.
0: Okay. Let's try it again. Hey everyone. I'm Teresa. And I'm Sarah. And this is the Catch Me Up Podcast, a podcast where Sarah and I, a married, queer couple in healthcare that live in the South, catch up on our lives, current events and hopefully get to talk to some interesting and dynamic people in the process. Okay, hi baby.
1: Hi, hello everybody.
0: Hello everybody. What's going on? Mm, I'm sick. I know. So, we've had a lazy... Well, I've had a lazy day today. My voice sounds crazy, so I'm going to try not to talk as much. So, I'm going to talk a lot. (laughs) I will try to keep her in check.
1: So, yeah, we've been having a little bit of a lazy... Well, that's not true. we had early Christmas with my family yesterday, Mm -hmm. and then today... Was productive. And did some work stuff. But you've been so sickly. Just, you know, hanging out at home. I think I got
0: the bronchitis.
1: Not the bronchitis.
0: Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Especially around Christmas. I know. Sarah's got me hopped up on some steroids. hmm So, and I'm going to start my period, so I'm going to have roid <laughs> Rage on top of PMSing. So it should be a fun Christmas for everybody. Yay! Involved. Mm-hmm. But... Um, one of the things that we were both kind of excited to do in this space was to learn about things that are important to each other that mm-hmm. we bring to the table. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have
1: very broad, we have very different um, interests. Interests, yeah. yes. Yes.
0: So a lot of Sarah's interests are what we would call eccentric, nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> and so. She thought it would just be fun every now and again for me to pick one of those little worlds that she resides in in her brain and tell me all about it. Yeah. So today we will be venturing into the world of... Harry Potter. Harry Potter. So, I did not... Yeah. I'm just going to tell you where I'm at with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I did not read Harry Potter. I never learned to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. I never learned to read. I never learned to read. Uh, I didn't read Harry Potter. And then I didn't watch the movies until I was in my, like, late 20s, I would Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. And that was because somebody I cared about liked them. And they were fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're good movies. Right. I never got, like, too deep into the world, though. Yeah. So.
1: And it's hard for me. So I didn't get into Harry Potter until... I was an adult as well, at least. I think I was 19 when I started reading the books. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by then, like, a few of the movies had come out. Um, some of the earlier ones. I think, like, the first two or three of them had come out by that time. And then they started, like, you know, putting more and more out. And then finally finally, the last book was split into the two movies. Anyway, um, so I never, as a kid, I didn't know anything about Harry Potter except that... Um, I lived in the South, and everybody said you can't read this because this is witchcraft, so and magic, mm-hmm. and that's the Lord, that's the devil's work. So um, I wasn't really allowed to read. I was always curious about reading it. Every all, a lot of my friends read all of the books, and they were all into it. But I think it got a little bit more mainstream after all the movies came out and people were watching them, and they were like, okay, well maybe this isn't um, devil worshipping as we previously <laughs> thought. So. I. How, what do you know about Harry Potter? I know you've watched the movies, and you have not, but you have not read the books. The books, I feel like, are we did way read more the important.
0: first one. We read the we actually first did. One together. Yeah, we read the we first thought that book. Thought that would be a fun activity. Out, yeah, a couple. we couple.
1: We did. We read it out loud together, mm-hmm. um, to each other, and that was really special. And then we never started the second book. So yeah, my voice was hurting trying to read we that have book. A,
0: we have a little bit of a follow through issue. Well, so the welcome we to my three, whole life. When we have three podcasts posted, and then you never hear from us again. Yeah, this is why. That's why we um, tried it. So, Harry Potter. Uh, I mean, I know the main people. I know the main like sound bits. Mm-hmm. I know the like um, TikTok sounds. Gotcha. That I get to use. Not from, me. Not, not Hermione. Yeah. And then <laughs> wasn't there one that was like, like it was like. Um, <laughs> yeah, somebody doing like a spell. Doing
1: the Avada Kedavra curse. Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: um, Yeah. I mean, I I know very little. I don't know okay. what house, I mean, I know what house I'm in now. We do, kind we do. Of.
1: No, we know for sure. Oh, I well, I never did a
0: test, but.
1: You did a test. You answered some questions. On I the answered game.
0: two questions. Okay. Well, that seems
1: well, to be. we'll go, I'll go into the houses and stuff for Let's do- it. let's do a little bit of a, a couple disclaimers first. Ok. First of all, spoiler warning, I'm gonna be
0: spilling all the deeds. I think it's called a spoiler alert.
1: Well, it's a warning. Ok. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Spoiler <laughs> alert. alert. Spoiler warning. I am gonna be giving away all of the stuff. So if you've never seen Harry Potter, never read Harry Potter, don't know anything about Harry Potter, and you plan to explore that on your own, on your own time, maybe don't listen to this. But, or maybe listen, or and maybe it'll listen,
0: peak your interest, and you think,
1: oh, I don't think I'd be At this interested. point, you're and late. Like, at this point, if it's, you haven't read them, it's, you're late. I think like, it's fine. you, yeah, if, if you don't them know in what happens, years,
0: I think it'll be okay.
1: Exactly. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, one more disclaimer. Okay. So, there was a, a lot of controversy in like 2020 ish um, with Joe Rowling about her tweets and her,
0: her articles. Her name is Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um,
1: She had some tweets and articles about um, basically like invalidating trans women experiences. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there was a lot of backlash on that. She like dug down pretty deep and then like a lot of the characters had to come out and say maybe let's not you know trans women are women like all of those
0: things. If you're interested in that there is a neat podcast called The Witch Hunt of J.K. Rowling which I listen to. mm -hmm. And it covers that all really okay. well. Yeah. It's good. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. She's definitely not ideal.
1: She's not ideal. But, but she's built- th- we can- we can- So
0: where we get into the question of like, do you throw away the art because of the artist?
1: Exactly. And yeah. that's kind of what I was going to lead towards. Yeah. This- this like whole franchise itself has been like really important to me like as a person and as an adult like growing up under Like, you know, there's so many, like, dark themes in these books that, you know, are really marketed towards children in a very young um, teenager and young adult way that go through some, like, heavy things that I think is really helpful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I'm not at all promoting We're that trans women are not women. We don't, agree. Trans women we are don't women. agree with Joe. We don't agree with Joe's stance <laughs> on the trans community. And I think... Yeah, everyone has a place at the table. But anyway, the stories itself, I got so much out of them. Like, you know, learned a lot of things about myself and, you know, like, was able to put myself in the shoes of other people. So anyway, so that's just a couple of disclaimers for that. So you know a little tiny bit about Harry Potter. You know enough to get you through, basically. Uh, Teresa is a Hufflepuff. We knew that- I knew this from the get-go. She did, like, a couple questions on the Hogwarts Legacy game that I have that has consumed my life for the past few weeks. Um, She answered a couple questions and it said, yes, you're a Hufflepuff. And I agree. I am a Ravenclaw. I grew up thinking that I was going to be a Gryffindor. But, turns out, I don't care about being brave at all. Do you want to
0: start- why don't you explain the houses real quick? What they eat. Well, symbolize.
1: Let's hang. i Can we do it a different, a little different way? Can I like? Sure. Do it a little more. I just don't want.
0: I have okay, that. Okay, but in now the... you've just told people that I'm a of elf and Ravenclaw. Well, we can we don't cut that. that we can cut that out. We can okay. cut that out. Okay.
1: <laughs> we can cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> so why? Let's talk about a little bit why. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about why Harry Potter culturally is so significant. So. Since the book series, you know, came on the market, it has, like, evolved. There's a series of seven books and eight core movies, lots of spinoffs of those movies, um, and they it's like a, just a whole franchise. The book series, the seven original books, they are the best-selling book series in history. There's over 600 million copies sold worldwide. Um, Harry Potter is a franchise it's one of the highest grossing franchises of all time so it's made the most money out of any franchise including like it's like up there with you know marvel and
0: dc that's and impressive. all those
1: things it's yeah. crazy yeah um and it's old what year did it come out that's a good question i want oh. to say like 2000
0: like the first book or the first movie the first it you go ahead and talk
1: the first book. When did the first book come out? A I look up. I want to say it was like
0: late 90s early 2000s. Actually, we can use our of uh, our fact checker here in the studio. Alexa, when did the first Harry Potter book come out? The first Harry Potter book, titled Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, was released on June 26, 1997. 97. 97 where were you in 97 i
1: was six years old <laughs> in 1997 in june 1997 so i was um on my summer break from kindergarten
0: i was a sophomore in high school isn't that
1: ridiculous
0: <laughs> we're really not that far apart in we're
1: age. not that far apart in age Eight but years. that makes it seem like I know. a lifetime apart
0: yeah weird so weird. My reading level was probably on par with yours, though, while you were seven, and I was... <laughs> I was... No, I was six. Yeah, well, still, it probably was
1: on <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay, now let's talk about Harry Potter. Da-da-da, cue the Harry Potter music. All right. So, Harry Potter, the books, open up on Privet Drive. So, Privet
0: Drive is where... Are you gonna be giving a summary of the whole book?
1: No. Well, oh. just the first part. Okay. So Harry Potter, for those of you who don't know, if for some reason you don't know already, Harry Potter started, it's a series of novels centering around Harry James Potter.
0: Oh James. I yeah. Didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, also known as The Boy Who Lived.
0: The Boy Who Lived.
1: Okay. Okay, maybe not. <laughs>
0: this is what I bring to the table.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He is known as the Boy Who Lived, but he doesn't like he doesn't know this until he's eleven years old. So when the books open,
0: oh, is he called that because?
1: Well, let's talk. We won't. We'll get there in just a minute. We'll I get just there. In just got a minute. it.
0: I've seen all the movies.
1: I understand, but okay, sorry, our audience doesn't.
0: I'm sure the audience has all heard. I know. The movies, anyway, but okay.
1: <laughs> so, um. When we meet Harry for the first time, um, from his perspective, he is 10 years old. He lives with his aunt and his uncle and his cousin who are all terrible to him. He lives in a cupboard under the stairs.
0: Uh, my with the dream spider- that was my dream as a child to live with in sp- a cupboard. Well, god, I love a small space. With the spiders. Well, with that the were spiders. his
1: friends. He is like basically abused by his family. He feels like nobody loves him. He's kind of weird. He's also a little strange um, and all this weird stuff keeps happening to him and he can't explain it. And yeah, he's just having, he's just straight up not having a good time. Mm-hmm. So on his 11th birthday, uh, through a series of events, all of these letters start coming in, his acceptance letter to Hogwarts, and he's not allowed to open this letter. and then all of a sudden a million letters start trying to find him. They come, keep coming in through the door. I mean, through the chimney, they go to this, like, tiny little shack on this place in the middle of the sea, and...
0: So do these people know what Hogwarts is? Like, the people that are trying to keep him from getting the letter, do they know what Hogwarts is, or do they just know, like, it's bad juju? Well, they do. At okay. least
1: his aunt Petunia knows, because her sister is Harry's mom, um, and her sister is non-magical and her sister got an acceptance letter to Hogwarts. And her sister, Lily Potter, mm-hmm. was like, she was like the pride of her family because like all of a sudden she comes from this like muggle or non- non-magical family. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, we, we have a witch in the family. We're so proud of her. It's so exciting. They send her off to this magical school and Petunia feels left out. And now he lives Not with Petunia. Uh, okay. Um, Sorry. It's okay. Um, but like did Harry know what Hogwarts was? Did no. he know what he was getting an invitation to? No. Okay. He had no idea. He didn't know any of that. Okay. They had been telling him his whole life that his parents died in like a car accident. Okay. Um, they didn't, he didn't understand like why, anything about himself. He didn't know anything about himself basically. Okay. Sorry. So on his 11th birthday, they end up in this shack in the middle of nowhere and Ruby is Hagrid, busts through the door. And turns Dudley into like a little bit of a pig. Gives him a little curly pigtail. <laughs> um, Dudley's then, his cousin. That's his cousin. Mm-hmm. And hands Harry a smashed little birthday cake and a letter. And says, you're a wizard, Harry.
0: You're a wizard,
1: Harry. And he learns that he is a wizard. And not just any wizard. He learns that he is a famous wizard and like one of the most famous wizards. like his
0: parents were famous
1: well he's famous because his parents were killed by voldemort which is he was the most powerful dark lord uh oh, the no. most powerful dark wizard
0: what do they call him though you're not supposed to, the name we don't say or...
1: well we say he who must not be named oh, yeah, or yeah. you know who he um harry so, Voldemort killed Harry's parents, mm-hmm. and then tried to kill Harry, mm-hmm. but the Avada Kedavra curse backfired. Say
0: that a little slower for people in the audience.
1: Uh, the Avada Kedavra.
0: Da- Say it one more time. No, I'm being serious. I didn't. Avada Kedavra.
1: Like,
0: dava. Is that the first part uh, you're saying? Avada. Avada. Kedavra. Kadavra.
1: hmm
0: Avada Kedavra.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> That's what he says in the movies, basically. Um, so, he tried to kill Harry with the killing curse.
0: Which is Avada Kedavra?
1: Uh-huh. Oh, Which okay. is what you say, but it's called the killing curse. Anyway, whatever. It's, okay. We're splitting hairs at this point. So, he tries to kill him with the killing curse. The curse rebounds off of Harry and hits Voldemort, and he disappears. People think he's dead. People think he's not dead. He just disappears, and nobody knows what happens, and nobody understands.
0: Harry had that Uno reverse card.
1: He did. So, it's
0: whatever you right on me.
1: So now, so after that, he is left an orphan. He, like it's decided among the wizarding world that he has to go live with his only, his family, the only family he knows, which are his aunt, uncle, and his cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, the powers that be in the wizarding world were thinking that he would be taken care of. He would understand where he comes from. They would tell him about his parents. They would tell him about the wizarding world a little bit. They are non-magical. His family is non-magical, but he is, anyway none of that happened right every hagrid is furious when he learns this that he doesn't know who his parents are or why he is famous because he was the boy who lived he survived the killing curse um and so after that rubius hagrid decides that he's gonna kind of take harry under his wing and get him all of his stuff together and he just basically is like are you ready to go and he said okay and so
0: it's like any place has got to be. Any place is better than this. <laughs>
1: yeah. So he gives him his letter, and it's got a list of all the things he needs mm-hmm. on there, and then. I think go. that's my
0: favorite part of the movies is when they go shopping.
1: Yes, isn't it so yeah. cool? They
0: get his wand, and they get his owl. His does he get his owl? He right does. Away? Hedwig. Yeah. He
1: gets to pick Hedwig. Hedwig
0: mm-hmm. on a shopping trip.
1: Mm-hmm. Because Harry is also a little rich. Because his parents. Oh, yeah, they like left him a bunch of money or something right? Mm-hmm. they go to Gringotts to his vault yeah, yeah. so that's basically that's how he got his lightning scar um is that's where it bounced the, off of his head no oh I don't know he just got it in an accident he like destroyed their home and stuff so he has
0: a scar on his head audience if you can see Sarah's face she's frustrated well that I don't know about the lightning vault. Just asking a question. That's okay. You said that's how he got his lightning bolt. So yeah, I that's how he got the lightning bolt on his it head. It bounced off his head and... Maybe. Okay.
1: Maybe it did. I'm not sure. Okay, sorry. Or it's just debris from the house, like, crumbling or whatever. I don't... I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, so... Basically, he enters the this secret wizarding world in Brit- in the UK that's been hiding in plain sight for forever and ever and ever and that nobody, no non-magical people know
0: about. So the um the platform that they used to get there mm-hmm. is what nine and three quarters? Mm-hmm.
1: Platform nine and three quarters at King's Cross Station.
0: Can you can regular people
1: see that number on the wall? It's not on the wall so you have to it's in between platforms nine and ten. Uh-huh. You have to go into the brick.
0: But you just have to know to walk mm-hmm. in the brick. Mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, in My brain there was like a sign or something in Yeah. Like, okay. So then he goes to Hogwarts. hmm So,
1: a little bit about Hogwarts. So, Hogwarts was founded in the ninth or 10th century by Godric Gryffindor, Rowena Ravenclaw, Helga, Huc- Helga Hufflepuff,
0: and Salazar Slytherin. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's why there was houses. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Four houses. Trivia. A little bit of trivia for you. Hogwarts got its name from a dream. Rowena Ravenclaw had a dream that a warty hog led her to the cliff where Hogwarts sits next uh-huh. to the lake, and that's how it she got how it got its name. Um, it's in the Scottish Highlands. Uh, it has its own express train to get there. It's kept a secret from like the whole Muggle community, like the rest of the world. Um, it basically is like a catch-all for all of the, like, UK and Irish, like, magical children. Um, and they will start, they get their letters when they're 11 years old, and it goes from ages 11 to 18. So you have, like, seven-ish years of education. It's
0: like middle school, high school.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's one of three wizarding schools in Europe. We what
0: it's funny because you're telling me about this and i know it's a movie and i know it's a book but the way you're talking about it makes it seem like it's real
1: it's real it's real, like real, Boo. this it's person
0: real. had a dream and that's why they named it this way and now that's there's three schools in the uk are there any in, the, in the u.s <laughs> there is <laughs>
1: there's yeah. a wizarding school mm-hmm. in the u.s where yeah. is it Elvermore. Elvermore. <laughs> uh i can't ever say it Alvermore or over it's in the u.s i think it's around new york that makes sense not 100%. They talk about it in the magical beasts movies. Because he, you know.
0: I don't think he, I saw a magical beast movie.
1: Oh man, they're so good. Anyway. Okay, sorry. Anyway. So you meet a lot of like you they talk about the the like the other schools two, the other two schools in Europe in the Goblet of Fire, the book Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Because they do this Triwizard Tournament thing where three schools, Hogwarts, Beauxbatons, and Darmstrang, they all compete, you know, in this tournament or whatever. I thought you would like this. So darmstring it's a mix-up of the, the German saying Sturm and Drang, which is storm and stress
0: sounds very German.
1: It does sound very German but the school itself is in like northern Scandinavia somewhere. They never say exactly where it is but it like snows there all the time and it's dark a lot. Yeah, A lot of like Russian and Bulgarian students go there. (laughs) Anyway, and then Bobaton is in France. It's a French school but then you also have like Wagadu in Uganda which is the largest wizarding school and then you have the U.S. school uh, Mahotokoro in Japan and then What's the Castelo Bru- Bruxo
0: in Brazil? You know way more about this than I thought you did.
1: Well, so, okay. So I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy and like there's a student that comes from Wagadoo and there's a teacher that went to Mojotecoro. So so Hogwarts is made up of four houses, one for each founder. Okay. So you have Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and Slytherin. Um, they all the houses have like different meanings when the students come in as first years. So, when they first come in, they you know they get sorted into their houses, so they'll have like a little bit of a community. So, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Slytherin they all have different properties, and basically it's like a personality test for 11 year olds, and then they get sorted into these houses based on what their personalities are like. Would you like to know more about the houses?
0: Yeah, I. It does feel a little bit, just based on what I know about a couple of the houses, that you're like sorting the kids into good kids and bad kids.
1: Not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily.
0: Like you would want some, you would want your kid to grow up and be a Slytherin.
1: It you could. A lot of leaders are Slyther like are, are Slytherin house,
0: but they're bad guys.
1: They're not. They're not. Okay. It's just a lot of the bad guys were in Slytherin. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Not all Slytherins are bad, but a lot of bad people are Slytherins. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay.
0: All right. yeah. Tell us about the houses. So
1: all... Harry Potter is a Gryffindor. Harry and his besties Hermione and Ron and then several of the other people, they are Gryffindors because most of the time the houses kind of stick together. They have like a common room and all the rooms are together. Anyway.
0: Don't you think that then the movie franchise kind of made it so people wanted to be Gryffindor? Mm Mm-hmm. Full yeah. of bias.
1: Well, because Gryffindors, like, they're the things that they value is courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry. So, like, how are you gonna have, like, you can't. Okay. It's hard to, like, have a movie. Yeah. I you understand. know, that's not. Or it's hard to have a book series about someone who isn't brave, right? Or maybe not. Do you see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's other characters in the book that you get to know, right? Oh, that for are sure. from different houses.
1: Yeah. Cedric Diggory, may he rest in peace. He was a Hubblepuff.
0: Spoiler alert.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: Okay, tell us the qualities of all the houses.
1: Yeah, so Gryffindor, like I said, courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry. They um, all have different animals that represent them. They all have different, like, elements that loosely represent them and, like, jewelry, like jewels. Ooh, cool. So, and colors. They all have different colors. So, Gryffindor is probably the most recognizable. It's scarlet and gold colors. The lion is their mascot. And then they are loosely you know, fire is their like loosely affiliated element. Um, and rubies. When they, when you get points like house points, it's rubies that fall into this, cha- mm. this tank. So um, Hufflepuffs they they, hmm, how do I say this? So Hufflepuff they are affiliated with, like, hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty. Mm-hmm. Their house colors are yellow and black. Their mascot is a badger, and they are, what?
0: I'm a Hufflepuff. You are a Hufflepuff. from Wisconsin, and they're the badgers.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Sorry. That's 100% true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And their, um, like, their element and gemstone or whatever, they're... Their element is earth, and the diamond is their gemstone. Mm. Ravenclaw, which is my house, they value intelligence, learning, wisdom, and wit. Their colors are blue and bronze. That is you. Isn't it? Yeah. Just so intelligent. Oh, my. (laughs) And then their mascot is an eagle or raven in one of the movies, but it's, I mean, Ravenclaw, right? Um, So it always confused me why it was an eagle. But it's an eagle. I say, why
0: would it be an eagle?
1: I don't know. But it is. Okay. And then their element is air. Their gemstone is sapphire. Slytherin, they value ambition, cunning, leadership, and resourcefulness. So see, it's not bad. Um, Their house colors are green and silver. Their mascot is a serpent. Mm. And then their element is water. And their gemstone is an emerald.
0: I might be a Slytherin. You're not. Okay. I like all the sounds. I am a water sign, you know. But,
1: okay, so we're going to do a little <laughs> crossover into the Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, men for whom all else desire power. hmm Above all else desire power. So, basically, a lot of Slytherins want to be in power and will do whatever they
0: need to do to get it.
1: So, you don't want to be in power. You are patient and you work hard and you're loyal. I want people to listen to me.
0: Huh? I want people to listen to me.
1: Well, yeah. They'll listen to you. Luna. No, Luna was a Ravenclaw, I think. Anyway. Okay. Whatever.
0: <laughs> whatever. Whatever.
1: Guys. So Harry and his new friends get all, all get sorted into Gryffindor House. Which is kind of silly because Hermione definitely, 100% should have been a Ravenclaw. But I guess the sorting hat knew that she would be super brave and like... Anyway, whatever. So... His besties, Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger, are all first years with him. Ron Weasley is of pure blood. He is, like, from an all-magic family. Hermione is muggle-born, so she is the first, like, she's the first magical person in her family. Both both of her parents are dentists. He also meets some enemies his very first day, (laughs) Draco and Crab and Goyle, who are all Slytherins. And they are all from pure families, like pure blood in quotes families who mm. are all like magical families all the way back all the way back, excuse me. Honorable mention to Luna Lovegood, Neville Longbottom, and Dobby the House Elf, who also Dolby. Dolby, who also Harry meets pretty early in the I guess, I can't remember exactly when he meets Luna, but Neville is there from day one. I don't remember started Luna. From the bottom. Who's that? You don't remember Luna?
0: I don't know. What is She's it? She's
1: the pretty blonde girl that's got the crazy, she like wears the crazy glasses, and her dad works for the paper, like the, that newspaper. If you saw her, she speaks like this. She's got a really high voice.
0: Mm, well, familiar. if you
1: watched it, you'd be like, oh, that's Luna. I'm picturing right
0: Bernadette, Bernadette from Big Bang Theory. The way you described <laughs> <Not> her. Quite.
1: <laughs> not quite. Not quite. So, the whole premise of Harry Potter, I've gotten a little bit off the rails here. No, you're doing the a great whole job. premise of Harry Potter, the story is Harry is trying to avoid dying either by, you know, accidents or by being killed by Voldemort or one of his cronies,
0: minions.
1: Minions, so
0: he's not really dead.
1: So, no, we find out pretty quickly, like in the first book, that he is not dead Mm. and that he is attempting to come back. He's not strong enough until about halfway through the series, I guess. So basically, Voldemort is trying to like rise back into power and become immortal and rule over all wizards and non-wizards and basically make everybody slaves and like keep up, like keep everybody with like a pure blood like make all wizards pure make all muggles slaves basically that's what I've gathered Hmm. so yeah that's the overall that's the main theme of the books it's like Harry trying to stay alive because Voldemort's trying to kill him multiple times yeah but there's also lots of conversations about like bigotry and prejudice especially with like the pure bloods and bloods and muggle-born people. Um, there's lots of themes of, like, oppression with, like, especially house elves and um, a little bit even with goblins. And that's then,
0: interesting, though, you know, in regards to, like, her <clears throat> controversy with trans. Isn't it? Isn't it? That's yeah. what
1: we, yeah, that's what was so confusing and so kind of jarring about the whole thing. It was, it's that, like, yeah. It was so out of the blue, yeah, anyway, hmm, one of the other like overarching themes in the series is like the power of love and friendship and like the healing power and like chosen families. You yeah, I was know. gonna
0: ask you, like what do you think the cultural significance of the series is because like there's such a following mm-hmm. and people who find a lot of like identity and mm-hmm. meaning mm-hmm. and comfort in the series yeah so like why do you think why do you think that is
1: so for me it was about like belonging like harry feels super out of place in the muggle world because he's not he because he's a wizard he just doesn't know if he had grown up with his parents he would have like understood his little eccentric like his little things that make him strange or whatever or just him trying to do like trying to be magical without knowing it so and then he just like never felt loved never felt like he belonged he was like bullied in school so and by his family so when he gets to this place he like is immediately accepted and he feels like he belongs like in his group of friends yeah and then he's like important because he's like the key in this prophecy about like ending this reign of the dark wizards, so
0: yeah, right, but I don't think belonging. like everybody who loves this series necessarily identifies with Harry right like, right,
1: for sure, yeah, I think like... a lot of people probably um identify with people like Luna, who is even at Hogwarts is a little bit of an outcast and eccentric, and she finds friendship and love in people that aren't even in her house really like she's really close with you know people who are Gryffindor even though she's not a Gryffindor I'm pretty sure she's a Ravenclaw but and then people like Neville who Neville is like always losing his frog he's always (laughs) like he's always getting yelled at by his gran and he's never doing his assignments right and he's always he's kind of clumsy and he's he's like just a little bit of like a nerdy kid and yeah and then neville grows up and like is a hero in the story yeah so yeah i think
0: who would you say that you have identified with the most in that series and has it changed over time maybe Um,
1: I really identified with Hermione, especially when I was younger. Hermione is kind of like a know-it-all and like kinda weird and like she really likes school and she can be kind of bossy and so I kind of like identified with her and even more as an adult in different aspects of- especially with like work. Like I really enjoy like, like working and school is something that Hermione wanted to do so much She got a time turner to, like, so she could take all of the classes. You you know, you only have time for so many electives. Well, she, like, bends time and goes and takes them all. Takes multiple classes. Yeah. So, yeah, that just feels like me. Yeah. But also Luna, like, with her weirdness and, like, I don't know. I love it so much. And then Neville. Neville is, like, the uncool person. And then when when it comes down to it he like steps up and like saves the day yeah so yeah i love it i love all of them like even the ones that are not you know the most loved you have a little bit of love for them because you understand that is one thing about the stories is that like she wrote them all to be a little some of them to be like morally gray you know they don't they're not all good and bad there are some good and bad and a little bit of all and pretty much everybody oh i missed a big theme that is in the book probably the biggest theme (laughs) uh, for the whole series is death Mm. it starts off harry is is somebody tries to kill harry when -hmm. when he's like just a baby both of his parents die and then like throughout the series lots of people that he loves like they continue to die so like pretty big important characters or whatever so he's like having to grieve these people and like even himself like he learns in the end that he has to like sacrifice himself for the greater good so
0: he dies at the end
1: he does and he's resurrected
0: oh i was gonna say i did not know he died at the end Mm -hmm.
1: he does he does he walks into the Forbidden Forest. I vaguely you remember yeah.
0: it now, I guess. Yep. So, um, let's say we have kids. Mm-hmm. And you read these to our kids or, you know, we watch the movies with them. What would you be the most hopeful that they would get from these books? Or the sto- just the story, I guess. Like, what would you hope they would gain from it?
1: Well, when they're younger, I would hope that they would gain like a little bit of like whimsical, like just like the fun parts of it, you know, Mm -hmm. like the funny little spells and like the chocolate frogs and things like that. Um, The joke shop, like that kind of stuff, I think would be really nice. But then like, of course, like all of these themes, like using it a little bit of a way to like have a framework for hard concepts like like death and Mm -hmm. oppression and um yeah things like prejudices and stuff like that yeah what do you do you have any questions any more
0: questions
1: (laughs) (laughs) what about you what is Is there ever
0: like uh is there a storyline in the seven books that you're really not happy with that you wish you could have rewrote or like something you wish like you're like, that shouldn't happen. It didn't do anything for the story. All it did was blah blah blah.
1: Um, I'm pretty sure there's some like I'm pretty sure there's something in the Like doesn't
0: Haggard die at some point? No. Oh, okay. I just assume everybody's everybody died. <laughs> um Dumbledore died.
1: Dumbledore dies, yes. Okay. I think that was important though, because that like sparked a lot of like
0: Righteous questioning. Anger. Oh, okay.
1: Well, yeah, that too. And then, like, questioning within, like, Harry and then, like, the Hogwarts, even, like, the faculty and stuff. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know, Snape's storyline, like, I didn't really understand, like, I didn't understand exactly why. So, like, Snape and Lily,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh Harry's mom, were, like, best friends growing up. And then when they got to school, they were sorted into different houses. And. James who was Harry's father used to like bully snape and
0: oh, that's why he's kind of hard on him yeah Harry. i
1: think so because well he's very human and then him. he like loved lily like mm. severus loved like loved lily so it's, it's just kind of it's just super complicated yeah i yeah. think that makes it pretty sweet and like ties up a lot of the loose ends at the end but i think like I guess it's, like, this boy... Yeah, I don't... I guess I just didn't really understand, like, the point of making him so cold towards Harry because, like, this boy is, like, part of the person that you loved. Yeah. But he's also, like, half the person that you hated and that hated you, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: I don't know. My, like, um, nerd facts that I have to bring to this podcast... I just listened to a podcast Mm -hmm. about a documentary (laughs) about Harry Potter's stuntman. Do you know anything about that? No, I don't. So it's called The Boy Who Lived. Okay. And I guess for the first four or five movies, you know, Harry had the same, you know, he started really young. Mm -hmm. And so his stuntman was just a couple years older than him. Mm -hmm. But... Um, they were very close. Yeah. I think his name was Andrew. Was. Is. <laughs> his name is Andrew. Okay. Um, And yeah, they like hung out. They spent a lot of time together outside of work. They were like best mates. Best mates. Mm-hmm. And just like one stunt. I guess there's some uh, stunt that's called like a pullback where like they have a harness on. And they get jerked back Mm -hmm. like and what happens is like, I guess on the other side of the wall, a big like heavy weights get dropped that Mm -hmm. pull the thing back. And it's not I think it's a very common stunt that gets Mm -hmm. done a lot and uh, got pulled back. And immediately he said, I broke my neck and he couldn't feel anything from his waist down and he's still like he's in a wheelchair and still (gasps) paralyzed. But it sounds like he's an incredible guy, like we should watch a documentary, yeah, but um, oh yeah, my gosh, just... I bet
1: Jan felt so bad I know. they all that's what's so sweet about it, too, I think is because, like the characters all stayed the same and grew up, like you watch them grow up from yeah. like actual children to adults when they finish the movies, yeah, and so like when you see them all get together, they're all just like they're just like a bunch of kids it's so funny yeah Yeah. I can
0: imagine those friendships are really bonded not I want I keep wanting to say trauma bonded but that's not it but it's like you go to like like, school together yeah they all like
1: I think they all pretty much did their school together like they you know yeah it's cool it's so funny to see the the actor who played Draco Malfoy um, who was like a menace in the movies. So he, like and Hermione, really he and Hermione, he and Watson, are like besties. Yeah. And when they see each other, there's like a Christmas special where they do like a 20 year reunion or whatever.
0: I think that uh, was last year. Was we it last it. year? I think so. Last I remember year the watching year it. Year before, yeah, year. we
1: were. Um, but he, they were just like sobbing, like yeah. crying, looking at each other. It was so sweet. Our dog is off the chain right now. <laughs> she's she okay.
0: is. She's just staring
1: at me. Something's wrong, and she's like blowing her coat for the third time this what, year.
0: Um, like. What house would Bonnie be in? Bonnie is our German Shepherd. Oh. She's our eight-year-old German Shepherd. Bonnie would be a Gryffindor.
1: She would. She's so brave. Oh, so
0: brave. And so chivalrous, except for when there's storms, and then she's a and she's cat. scared.
1: But that's okay.
0: But otherwise, she's a big. She
1: might be a Hufflepuff too. She likes to work. She does. can be pretty patient. She's
0: very loyal.
1: She is loyal, yeah. And she's a justice warrior when the cats start fighting. That's she true. does. She's break always them breaking up, up the
0: fights. Yeah. So um, maybe a Hufflepuff. You and me saying oh no. You. Am I in that house? I You're a Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hufflepuff sisters. Okay, so takeaways. Um, if there was one thing that you could tell me that like Harry Potter is important to me because it gave me what?
1: The wizarding world. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I was always like a big I was always a big fantasy reader from like the get-go. Like ever since I picked up the Hobbit in sixth grade, I've been like a big fantasy person. So yeah. like it just opened me up, I think, to this world of like fantasy even more so than I had already read, like, in school. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, magic. I don't think that's a lot of what I had read was maybe not magical things, but this was, like, actual magic, and, like, spells, and... I don't know, it was just really beautiful, and the way that, like, the the characters loved each other. So, yeah. yeah, friendship, and...
0: I know, like, I'm not even, I'm not talking religiously because I don't think there's any, like, merit to that whole, like, Mm -hmm. thing. But, like, is there anything in the books or movies that you would say, like, you would be worried or cautious about children reading? Or pretty, like, you feel like the benefits outweigh the... What do you, (sighs) like, what do you mean? Well, I don't know. I think, like, some people, some parents have issues with different shows... Not because that there's, like, sex or witchcraft or language. They have issues with it because they're, like, disrespectful to adults or they're, oh. um, like, they are mean. Like, they talk bad. You know what I mean? Like, they're snooty yeah. with each other. Like, it's more about, like, attitudes. But I feel like these kid, like, these kids show empathy. They do. I mean, they all get snotty with
1: each other. That's, like, part of it. Especially Ron and Harry. They, like, are brothers, basically. And they're, like, going at it. And they're, like... Oh my gosh, Ron's brothers Mm -hmm. and like Percy, who is like a prefect and is like the best boy, like head boy. And then like George and Fred, who are twins, they all like are a little terrible to each other, but they're all like super loyal to each other as well. I don't know. It's kind of hard to, I mean, they're all brats and all terrible to each other Mm. at least once. So,
0: but okay. yeah, I think
1: it's, I think it's a lot of it would be, it's good for like conflict resolution, mm-hmm. I think, because they all have conflict, but almost all of them resolve it or there's some kind of closure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can't pick Harry, Hermione, or Ron. hmm Who are we adopting as our child?
1: Who are we adopting yeah. as our child? Mm-hmm. Neville. Neville? Yeah. Neville lost both of his parents. Aww. Well, they're not dead.
0: He just lost them? Like well, he was no.
1: So, Bellatrix Lestrange.
0: Who's that? <sighs> okay. It's, it's, okay, so that? Draco. Okay.
1: His mom and Bellatrix Lestrange. So, his mom and Bellatrix are sisters. So, it's Draco's aunt. Okay. And she's like the closest woman to Voldemort. And um, she's just a terrible person. And she used the Cruciatus curse on she used um this like curse that causes like excruciating pain on Neville's parents for so long that it like mentally disrupted a lot of things in their brain. And so it's kind of like they don't know who Neville is. And so they live at Saint Mungo's or this place where they live at this like a nursing home. Like a nursing home basically. That's really sad. It's so sad. Dark. Yeah. Like
0: why does that need to be in the story?
1: So I think it's to, like, include the perspective perspective of kids who, like, live with another family member, like Neville lives with his gran, yeah. um, whose parents maybe are institutionalized or are, like, chronically ill and are able to take care of them, you know?
0: Yeah. It's so interesting, like, to hear you talk about how inclusive this woman is. I know. I think it just – what it can show us is that, like, we can – be doing quote-unquote like all the right things and still have blocks up that we don't
1: yeah understand
0: or or know about necessarily or
1: yeah this like ingrained like societal yeah structure that we are adhering to even if we're trying to be super like inclusive inclusive yeah yeah it, like... The fact that she, like, went through all of this work to create all these, like, super dynamic and interesting characters to, like, make sure people are include everybody's included, and then, like, to hang up your hat on this one issue. It's kind of, like, yeah. frustrating, and an- it's annoying, really, yeah. as a reader. Especially a queer reader, like me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, so.
0: Well, yeah. I appreciate you telling me about all that. Yeah. Do you feel like you were able to communicate what you wanted to
1: communicate? For the most part, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things like yeah. the whole franchise. Just this world like not even including these characters, just this world on this game.
0: Now you should talk about the game a little bit. Yeah. But. Sarah got the Legacy Hogwarts Hogwarts Legacy for her birthday, but then it didn't actually come until last month.
1: November, yeah, because I have a Switch, and I am not going to buy a PlayStation to play this game on, so um, yeah, I had to wait for it to be like remade, basically, for the Switch, I guess, and it has, like, I mean, a lot of the names are kind of similar, like the last names, like there's some Weasleys in there, Mm -hmm. and then, like, there's Peverells, and then I don't know. There's all kinds of.
0: But this is supposed to be like post,
1: way post, way post. Like mm-hmm.
0: what the movies have gone Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: But then you get to like explore the the. You get to explore Hogwarts and see all of these things that you got you could see in the movie if you were paying like paying attention, and then you get to go to Hogsmeade, and yeah, and you can eventually like learn how to ride a broom and, you know, defeat dark wizards and, you know.
0: Yeah, you're having fun with it.
1: Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. And like the music and the sounds. And then now, like, I'm to the point where I can like rescue these magical beasts, which, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah. that is
1: just right up my alley. Yeah. I get to rescue all these magical beasts and like breed them and reintroduce them to the wild. Oh my god, I know it's crazy. You're
0: veterinarian,
1: y'all. <laughs> right? So, yeah, basically, all of this to say, I love Harry Potter, and I think it's great, and I think it is a nice way of bringing people together that otherwise wouldn't have a lot of stuff in common, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just one of my very niche things that I like well, I guess Harry Potter's not really niche, it's one of my
0: obsessions
1: obsessions, there are many. Many of other ones that we can talk about at a later date, but
0: well, I appreciate you catching well, me up on yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. And his friends. Mm-hmm. For sure. You did a good job. The
1: Wizarding World. The Wizarding World. Mm-hmm.
0: This episode is brought to you by The Wizarding World.
1: No, it's not. We are not sponsored. Oh. If anyone would like to sponsor us, it would be great. <laughs> not yeah. sponsored. Um okay, well, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. For I know I can get me. really excited and long-winded about these things that I'm passionate about, so I appreciate you for listening and asking me questions. Of course.
0: Yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. And if you haven't watched the movies, maybe you'll be or encouraged to do so. Read
1: the books at least. Yeah. The books are super easy reads, and they're cute, and they're good, and yeah, ten out of ten would recommend.
0: <laughs> read them to your children. Read them
1: to your children, or to yourself, or to your spouse who can't read who cannot read <laughs> she never learned to read the girl who never learned to read <laughs> well okay babe thank you all for listening thank you thank you see y'all later
0: Auf Tschüss. thank you guys for listening to the catch me up podcast if you like what you heard please make sure to rate and review our podcast You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. You can email us at catchmeuppod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at catchmeuppod. We appreciate you guys so much. And come back and see us next week.